and welcome to PFF Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ian Harditz, and today, guys, very special guest for our 10-question series. I know you're used to coming on here, and we get some good fancy advice, some good fancy analysts from around the industry, and they're all great people. This guest is objectively better than all of them. Today, I am joined by starting wide receiver on the Cincinnati Bengals, number 85 in your programs, but number one in your hearts, T. Higgins, everybody. T, thanks for the time, man. Happy uh, offseason. Man, what's up, man? I'm glad you guys were able to get me on. Absolutely, man. We're recording this here on Cinco de Mayo, 1 p.m., so T and I haven't had too much of a chance to celebrate just yet, but hope everyone here is enjoying the uh, draft aftermath. And like I said, we're going to get T's outlook on the Bengals, some things he went through as a rookie, and uh, get on out of here. So T, first off, man, how hard just really was it to get accumulated with Joe Burrow last year during the middle of the pandemic? Because, I mean, you know, it was your first, it was you and Joe's first off season, but in terms of, you know, what some other people have seen, one of the more weirder ones we've had in a while, I'm sure you weren't really even throwing until, you know, July or August. Like how tough was that just not having your typical off season, despite being in a brand new offense? I mean, yeah, it was, it was real hard, you know, but, you know, just having Joe, uh, the guy he is, he came in well-prepared, you know, and, you know, just having him help me out, it, he made it a lot easier for me. Yeah. So, you know, just just having him just be the guy who he is just made it so much easier. So it, when I got there, you know what I'm saying, it just was just like, boom, yeah. it just it just clicked, you know, and we built, we was able to build our chemistry, you know, throughout the camp and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. Were you guys like uh, friends or like, you know, kind of on talking terms before both being drafted or do you just kind of know who each other were? Uh, you know, I met him, you know, at the combine. That was the okay. first time I met him, but we wasn't really, we wasn't really like talking to each other. You know what I'm gotcha, saying? We didn't gotcha. know we were on the same team, but. Okay. Yeah, yeah man. It's, it's funny. Like Burrow, just incredible quarterback as we've seen every single stage of his career. But as a Columbus, Ohio lifer, man, man, how do we let that dude get away from wearing the scarlet and gray? I mean, it, you know, obviously <laughs> we've had our fair share of good quarterbacks too, but Joe Burrow, the, the one that got away uh, here in Buckeye country. So specifically, you now, T last year, you know, I was looking at your snap uh, charts and the Bengals really did a good job of moving you around the formation. Some guys, you know, DeAndre Hopkins spent 80% of his snaps just as the left wide receiver last year, other teams like the chiefs really kind of move them around. And man, you know, you were playing 200 plus snaps in the slot left, even though you lined up on the right a lot of the time. Do you like kind of lining up in a different spot every single play or is there a spot where you feel most comfortable yeah personally I do like being moved around you know um give me different type of matchups you know that I like and you know and just give different defenses different looks you know uh they can't just you know I'm just not on the right side or you know just on the outside in general where they can like easily double me but you know what I'm saying I I just like the way uh you know coach Taylor and, and those guys just got me moving around and hopefully we can keep it up so it's funny, man. Fantasyland, like, we don't know the game plans and stuff, but we do try to look at wide receiver cornerback matchups. And you do this for a couple of years, and you just start seeing these instances where, you know, we're worried about maybe a shadow number one. You know, what happens when you face Jalen Ramsey, Xavier Howard, one of these guys? There are some true ballers, the Gilmores and Ramseys of the world, that will follow all the way around the field and even into the slot. But then you see some of these matchups, and, like, are you ever surprised when you go into the slot and you look across and you just see a linebacker against you, and you're just like, come on, like, you can't be serious, right? right now yeah uh whenever i see that i just figure they're in zone uh okay. i don't think they're gonna, uh, you know put a linebacker on me or any receiver really personally yeah. but, uh, <laughs> i just figured they they're in zone and most of the time sometimes they actually went man and you know i was just shocked but happy <laughs> i just happened didn't happen to get the ball on those plays but 
That's been a, you know, cheat code ever since the early NCAA football days. Just put your number one wide receiver, that number three, number four in the slot. Good things are going to happen. Obviously, you know, Bengals, you guys now have Jamar Chase, but you had a pretty damn good trio uh, last year as well. AJ Green, unfortunately, you know, taking his talents to the Arizona wasn't quite the same monster we saw last year, but coming off that injury, you know, getting up there in years, uh, obviously, you know, not everyone can be a true baller forever. Uh, was there anything particular that you learned from playing with AJ Green that was just like, wow, I understand why this guy has been as good as he has for almost a decade now? Yeah, definitely. Um, honestly, mostly it's been the little things that he's taught me, but the main thing that stuck out to me is the way he practiced. You know, he practiced with 110% every single day. And, you know, me being a rook, you know, I, I was just trying to figure out, you know, learning the league, you know what I'm saying, figure out how all the vets do do everything. And, you know, I watched him closely. You know, he was my favorite receiver growing up. And just to see, him, just to see how he practiced, you know, made me realize that, like, this is really why he's great, you know what I'm saying? And he look, don't go out there yeah. and practice and be, uh, you know, be, be lazy or anything like that. Every rep is 110%. And, you know, I really took that. That, that, I engraved that in my mind, and you know, ever since then, that's how I, that's how I go about everything. About to, I mean, you know, I'm sure you were as hungry as possible coming in the league, but then to see someone like AJ Green that's already been that good for so long, right. still that hungry, you know, only makes you push that much harder. And you know, people, I understand 2020 version of AJ Green wasn't great, but if you haven't been watching football for the last decade, like just realize 65 touchdowns in 127 games. Julio, in that same time, eight additional games, five fewer touchdowns. I'm not here to put down Julio Jones either. Just realize A.J. Green, you know, if we want to do an all-decade team, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find three better receivers to put on that squad. Moving on to the 2021 version of your offense now, number four overall pick, Jamar Chase, is the man replacing Green, you know, Honestly, if we had to go around the league and just rank the three wide receiver sets, man, I think you guys are going to be on that short list. Have you like talked with Jamar and Tyler Boyd, like any sort of group goals here, maybe thousand yards a piece or anything like that? Uh, no, not yet. You know, um, only thing I've really talked to him about is you know, just congratulating him and getting drafted. Welcome to the city. You know, um, let's get let's get this started. But you know, hopefully we can get, come around. You know, talk to those guys and really the whole receiver group as a core. You know, what I'm saying not just yeah. us three and. You know, hopefully we can get it going, get some great goals in, and hopefully we can accomplish those goals. Now, before Burrow got hurt last year, he was actually number one in the entire NFL in total dropbacks. Was that something that, you know, you guys kind of planned on going the year? Like, we are just going to throw the hell out of the ball. It's 2021. Who needs to run the ball on first and 10 anymore? Or do you, would you guys maybe like to see a little more balance with your guy, Joe Mixon, here moving forward? Uh, yeah, I feel like we're going to see a little bit more balance. I mean, I don't know, you know, but um, hopefully, hopefully it's a little bit more balanced that, uh, you know, open up the pass game for us, you know, and we, we definitely got to get a uh, mix going, you know, when we get mix going, he's rolling. As you can see that, uh, that Jacksonville game, Oof. Uh, he had a hell of a game that game and we just got to get mix going. We get mix going, us receivers get the going. So that's how I put it. We're, uh, you know, look, in fantasy football, I want every single player to play to the exact highest amount of their capabilities. My only job I can really do is just try to predict who's going to be getting the targets, who's going to be getting the carries, and just hope that kind of works out. Joe Mixon, mm -hmm. man, he's already been a very good, obviously an awesome real-life running back, very good in fantasy, but we're hoping this year Giovanni Bernard now in Tampa, Joe starts getting some of those targets. So we'll see, man. He's one of those players where if he doesn't have to leave the field, man, like if you don't want him to leave the field, he doesn't have to. Yeah, Joe, he's an elite. He's an elite back, man. Yeah, Definitely. man. You can do absolutely everything. So, T, I mean, 
at Clemson, you faced against faced off against plenty of NFL corners during your time there. But was there any matchup in particular during your rookie season in the NFL that made you say like, "Whoa, this is a this is a new game here"? Oh uh, yeah, um, I want to say really my first game that I actually like played a lot was our second game of the season versus the Cleveland Browns. You know, um, playing against elite guys like Denzel Ward, then playing against the Colts, who Xavier Rhodes, and then Xavier Howard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, those. Those guys, I was just like, oh yeah, these these guys are really elite. You know, I got to bring my game no matter what every every day. And you know, after just playing those guys, I know now, you know, um, I got to bring it all. Like yeah. I got to bring it all, hundred percent, no matter what, every single play, even on running plays. You said uh, before that AJ Green was kind of like your favorite receiver growing up. Was there, you know? I'm sure you played both ways at some point in your life. You're too good not to. Uh, was there a cornerback maybe you admired and you found yourself like in the middle of a game, like, holy shit, I'm playing across Xavier Rhodes right now? Uh, no. No. <laughs> You're just not like, really. I, I can beat all these guys eventually. Just throw <laughs> me the ball. <laughs> Fair enough, man. That's all good. So, you know, you mentioned your teammates before and obviously on the Bengals, but you have some pretty damn good Clemson ones that actually get drafted into, you know, I'd say objectively pretty solid situations. Amari Rogers in the mix to be an Aaron Rodgers starting slot receiver. And then Cornell Powell, who, my goodness, man, I know he didn't have like the most productive year in, year out college career, but the things he was doing to my Buckeyes and Sean Wade in particular, man, that was, was getting nasty at the time. He's now with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Uh, how optimistic are you that Cornell and Amari can really uh, put up some numbers here in year one? Yeah, man, for Amari, um, everybody knows Amari is, a, is an elite slot or yeah. he can play anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Amari, he's going to help that team so much uh, that people don't even know, you know, just the type of player he is, this type of work ethic that he has, um, you know. And I actually told Amari, since he's about to go play with uh, Devontae Adams, you know, he's one of the best to do it. Yeah. I'm like, bro, next offseason, when we work out, if you don't teach me anything, <laughs> me and you are going to square up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know, he, Amari, like talking about Amari again, you know, he fell into a great situation. He came from playing catch a pass from Trevor Lawrence, who, which is an elite quarterback, to catch a pass from Aaron Rodgers, another elite quarterback. There you go, man. You know, same for Cornell, you know, Trevor Lawrence to Patty Mahomes. Uh, just, that's just not normal. <laughs> it's the same thing for me. Trevor Lawrence to Joe, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, with Cornell, he, you know, he's going to help the Chiefs out tremendously. And, you know, I can't wait to see these guys prosper and, you know, put up numbers in the league. It's, you know, I, again, I hate when someone like busts in the NFL and people try to put it on that player. Like, look, it's you're one person on an 11 person offense, like the coaches, the quarterback, so much can impact it. I mean, look at guys like Andre Johnson, Allen Robinson, who just really never had an above average quarterback throughout their entire career. Yeah. Some guys can still make the most of it, but ideally let's play with one of these studs. What really made the uh, fit for Amari Rogers so exciting for me? Um, you know, if you watch some of these old, I guess, five, six years ago, Packers games, man, when Randall Cobb was really balling out in his early years, they would even use him at running back. And as you were saying, Amari, can play everywhere like i would love to see him in a role in that slot but also let's give the guy 10 or 15 carries a game why not or not not a game excuse me per season <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel i definitely feel like amari can do that you know he definitely won't have a problem with doing it um but i know at his heart he's a receiver yeah you know what i'm saying but he, he'll do anything to help his team get a w 100 sure. man all right so 
got to ask about your number. Your Twitter is at T Higgins five. Obviously the NFL has come out, changed their number rules a little bit. Did some research here. I, I know you've been asked about this before and you, I believe what, what, what you said is that you want to wear 85 fans uh, like you in 85, even if your heart might still be on number five. T have you considered doing like a bet of sorts? Like, Hey fans, I love you guys, but if I score 10 touchdowns this year, let me get back to number five because that could be a win-win. Oh, I never thought about that. <laughs> yeah, like you said, my heart is at five. It definitely is. And you want to help the fans you know, out, which is admirable. You know, but you know, the fans, you know, I want to help them out. They all just bought the new threads yeah. and whatnot. And, you know, I definitely want to make my fans happy. Yeah. They'd be but happy about 10 time, scores, T. <laughs> at the same time, that number five is just like, oh, it's just sitting on my mind. <laughs> Uh, but you know, I like that. You know what? To the fans out there, if I score ten or more touchdowns this season, I have to go back to five. <laughs> there we go. You're that everyone. Ten touchdowns for T. You get number five. How can they be mad at that? Ten trips to the end zone. Come on. They can't. They can't. They got to be happy with it. It's only right. There we go, man. Every, once you get that ten, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna be shouting just, from the roofs. Just four more from last season. Just four more. There we go, man. And yeah, people, seriously, I know the Bengals, you know, if you're a casual NFL fan, maybe weren't the most appointment uh, television, but T, man, for you to go 908 yards, six touchdowns, even not having your quarterback for a good chunk of that year, man, truly impressive first year. Last question before I get you out of here. You mentioned before, it's not just you, Tyler and Jamar, it's the rest of the receivers. T, I think you're awesome, man. But one of my favorite receivers in the NFL is Auden Tate. I just think that he, yeah. you know, people don't give him enough credit. He had this game two years ago against the Ravens. Every single catch was like this diving full extension snag. And then the haters will say, oh, he can't separate. Get out of here. You throw the ball in the guy's general area code. He comes down with it. T, can you help me explain to people that Auden Tate is, in fact, a good NFL wide receiver? Tate. Man, AT is one of the best receivers I've ever been around. Hell yeah. He's a, he's just like, you know, like I said about AJ, 110 in practice every day. He make those plays in practice. So, of course, he's going to make them in a game, you know what I'm saying? Practice reps or uh, game reps, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, just me coming in, Tate, he helped me out with the plays, you know what I'm saying? He brought me in and, you know, helped me, really took me under his wing. And, you know, I, I can't uh, thank Tate enough. You know, uh, just, just him being the player he is, him being the person he is, you know, it's just, you know, he's the guy that's, that's going, he's going to get his regardless. And I, I'm telling y'all here right now, Auden Tate will be an elite receiver in this league. Actually, he is right now. Yeah. But when he get his name really out there, y'all, y'all going to see, y'all going to see, y'all going to see. I co-sign that, man. They will find out. It's not too late, everyone. Go hop on the bandwagon right now. T and I are driving, but we got room. You know, come on, everyone. Hop on the Auden Tate uh, bandwagon. You know, probably will be the number four guy, but you know what, everyone? That is just fine. He's going to get his, make the most of the opportunities. T, fantastic stuff, man. Again, everyone can find you on Twitter, at T Higgins 5. Anything else you want to get off your chest before we get out of here? To my Cincinnati fans, I love y'all. Great things are coming this season. Stay blessed. 100%, man. Great stuff. We got our uh, PFF headquarters over there in Cincy, man. You ever feeling like putting your uh, sports reporter cap on? Love to have you. Feel free to come on by, man. Hell of a city down there in uh, the Ohio land. So great stuff, man. He's T. Higgins. I'm me and Hardy. This has been the PFF Fantasy Football Podcast. And until next time, take care, everybody. Peace.